to my It's your boy Trigger Troy and welcome back to Man of Horror, my horror pod where I talk all things scary. Um, first off, really quick, I just want to say I'm super excited, man. I love talking about horror and currently between this and Love Journal, I'm at 189 listens with five episodes apiece. Well, episode six of Love Journal just came out, but either way, 189 listens, like, 75 plus of them are for man of horror so i'm i appreciate you guys so much i love i i kind of speechless actually (laughs) so um i just want to say thank you so much for the support and the love and it's only going to get better and speaking of better um this week actually i want to introduce a new segment on the show called pick your horror where I basically compile different horror horror categories and create my own team with them. And once I get to the segment, I'll explain it a little bit better. But it's pretty fun, you know. Um, I've seen some lists and stuff like that on TikTok, so that's kind of where the idea came from. And I've done some of them, you know, in my IG stories and stuff. So I figured, why not bring it to the pod, right? So stick around until the end. We'll have a little fun. Um, with that, today is the Christmas episode. So it's basically another mega episode, <laughs> um, and I'm going to cover my top five Christmas horror films, and then my top five Christmas episodes of horror-themed shows. Now, if you listen to the show, you'll recall when, about three episodes back, I did a top five overall holiday horror films list. Now, while that list included horror films... um or Christmas horror films, rather, this list is, again, totally different. (laughs) Um, And I'm thinking, like, I might do a Halloween one and a Valentine's Day one, but honestly, it's like, those are the only holidays that really get horror movies anyway. So, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, because, like, as I'm thinking, literally, there's the Leprechaun movies, but that's, you know, only for St. Patrick's Day, and there's not many St. Patrick's Day movies, and there's... April Fool's Day and Mother's Day, you know, but those movies don't have enough movies in their quote-unquote series or franchises regarding their holidays to make the list, so. You like scary movies? Uh Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Let's get started. Um, In fifth place, Better Watch Out. Um, I enjoyed this movie a lot. The premise is very simple. Babysitter and kid are home alone. Kid has a crush on babysitter. They get stalked by somebody. But there's like a a twist with this one, right? And the twist is what makes the movie enjoyable. Or, I mean, what makes the movie, I'll really say. Um, and another thing I want to say real quick is <laughs> being a babysitter is fucking terrifying. Like, you're a kid usually yourself. You know what I'm saying? So it's like now... You're responsible for some kid's life and sometimes multiple kids and shit like this and Michael Myers and all those other fucking horrible, scary ass movies about babysitters happen. 
it's actually like like it's a dangerous profession. People should get paid more to be babysitters. <laughs> um, but no. Um, without revealing too much, though. Again, fuck kids. The kid in this movie is very annoying. Um, he has this scene where he like offers to fight off the quote unquote bad guy, and he's like, "Oh, I know ta- Taekwondo." It's like, bro, you're twelve and about hundred and ten pounds soaking wet relax <laughs> um nevertheless though again cool watch definitely check it out now in fourth place um santa's sleigh i remember seeing this when i was a kid on demand like comcast on demand and they used to have like this horror channel thing i i don't recall what it was but either way it was on demand and i thought this shit was hilarious like <laughs> i watched it again recently and it's still pretty fun obviously it's cheesy but the wrestler uh goldberg he plays santa claus and you can definitely tell he had fun doing it what i like about this movie is the added piece of mythology um i'm a huge sucker for mythology and the myth that they add here is that santa's always been evil but he lost a bet against jesus and had to spend a thousand years being nice hence the whole idea of santa claus Again, cheesy, but very interesting. <laughs> Obviously, this movie is the end of his thousandth year. And, you know, the movie starts with, like, this Christmas family massacre scene that lets you know Santa Claus ain't fucking around. Like, <laughs> it's definitely worth a watch for some some good horror. And, again, cheesy, B-horror, B-movie horror fun. So, give it a watch. Um, In third place... Silent Night, Deadly Night. This is one that I discussed on the previous holiday horror list, so I won't expound on it too much. But again, total fucking classic. Fun from start to finish, traumatic for kids probably, <laughs> but totally enjoyable for your average horror fan. It's a simple story. Kid gets traumatized by Santa, grows up to kill people just like Santa. Simple, effective, fun. In second place, um, Krampus. And this one has become like a holiday horror classic. It's so funny because I don't recall ever hearing of the story of Krampus as a kid. I mean, I can't imagine I would have because it's a German story. But it was like the one movie came out and this is like a million movies of it now. <laughs> but specifically um, with this one, you know, the mythos behind the legend ultimately is that um Krampus is the opposite of Santa Claus you know he's a half goat half demon who punishes naughty kids on Christmas this movie brings you know that legend to life but instead of just naughty children it's like Krampus goes after the adults too like nobody's fucking safe the cast for this was real fun it's a lot of comedic actors actually which was very interesting for me on first watch um but it's just it's cool you know it's a lot of christmas themed deaths and they use like a lot of well yeah i mean like i said christmas themes deaths so there's like a lot of christmas paraphernalia and symbology and stuff like that that they find cool ways to kill people with <laughs> sounds a little morbid and fucked up but hey it's christmas horror um it kind of feels like an old episode of um Tales from the Crypt or something, or like Twilight Zone. It's definitely a great watch, though. Um, check it out for, you know, some good old Christmas horror. And 
and actually, because I'm really, because I, it's just been on my mind as I was saying it. It's more so not that the whole movie felt like an episode of you know Tales from the Crypt or Twilight Zone. It's the ending that made it feel like that. And I won't give that away. So watch it. <laughs> um, last in first place, Black Christmas. This one I mentioned, you know, on the last holiday episode as well. So I won't say too much. But one thing I will say is Olivia Hussey is just so gorgeous in this movie. She just has the final girl look, you know, for it. It was um 1974, I believe, is when this one came out. And, you know, I usually like to put this one in the 2006 remake together. So I won't. Like, so it's like I, I try not to judge them separately because I like them the same, but I do like to highlight the differences, right? So one of the things I liked about the remake that they did is that they condensed the action to one night. Um, the original takes place over like two or three days, and I don't know why, but that difference just was all the more effective for me. And maybe it's because I'm from the quote-unquote microwave generation. Like, I just wanted to get it over with. But <laughs> it just it just worked. Um, but other than that, both are really good, really worth a watch. Um, 2006 is a bit cheesy, right? Um, I've rewatched it. And it's not the best movie, but it's it's enjoy- it's it's really enjoyable. I, I'll say it's better than the 2019 fucking version of Black Christmas. <laughs> like it has some interesting ideas, but you you can you can skip that one. It's fine. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was the first part of the Christmas episode, part one. My top five Christmas horror films. Now I want to go ahead and slide over to my top five Christmas themed episodes of horror shows. This is a list of Christmas episodes from some of my favorite horror shows, like Tales from the Crypt, Supernatural, stuff like that. Cut, Casper. That's rap. All right, all right. So, in fifth place, we have a newer Christmas special from a super classic series, Creep Show. Now, the title of this um episode is specifically the Christmas special and if you're a horror fan you already know about creep show it's an 80s classic that plays out like a comic book both visually and with how it's written um and the 80s film you know like i said it it's it's 80s classic um it it recently got an update as a tv series on shutter which i personally love um it's three seasons in there and then there's two specials this being one of them now this is honestly really just fucking goofy. Like, um, it's not much terror in the sense of fear, um, but the topics are horror-esque. Um, I mean, so basically, like, the idea is that it's a triple, uh, not triple A, sorry, double A or AA, um, AA meeting for shapeshifters. And there's one girl, which is, like, super funny, is, like, she's, like, not actually a shapeshifter. She likes to dress up like a specific animal that I won't spoil for y'all. But um, she dresses up like the animal and just dances around while they actually shapeshift. <laughs> but, um, you know, they, they, they just kind of let her. So whatever. But 
they do this like super cool mythology thing again fucking huge mythology nerd and it's a, it's it's a story about god and shapeshifters and how he created santa claus to kill shapeshifters it's it's weird as fuck but <laughs> it's it's very interesting and as always fun um it's a cool watch you know like i said some cool ideas in there some interesting actors in it give it a watch um also side note if you're a horror fan and don't know about creep show or shutter shame yeah um next in fourth place the chilling adventures of sabrina a midwinter's tale um i love this show i i was a i was a fan of the original sabrina so when this was announced i was half and half i mean you know that's just kind of always the energy when there's a reboot to something that you you enjoyed in you know your younger days or whatever but um i was i was i was i i think i like it better than the original (laughs) um dare i say that like it it blew me away i guess you know um and and while it it got a bit annoying at some points it had a lot of potential and i think it lived up to some of it you know um now the christmas special they did i really fucking loved you know it was creepy it was fun and again the mythology like i mean and i and i guess with this one it was more so ghost stories kind of versus mythology but I don't know. Either way, I love the stories behind the um the characters in this, you know. And what makes it creepy to kind of hop back on that part is there's this Christmas store Santa Claus who like turns people into elves and it's genuinely eerie as fuck in some parts. Definitely worth the watch. Um just like the entire series, I think, you know. The ending could have been better, but hey, what can you do, right? Um in third place, American Horror Story Asylum um the episode entitled unholy night this shit was so fucking good um this season was actually like truly and it's funny because when it first came out i wasn't that into it i realized it was a season made for binging because like watching all of it unfold and in one setting it's it's very unsettling <laughs> if that makes sense and like um i i i got a chance to uh, at this point i've rewatched the season about like six or seven times but just when it was first out like it just i don't know it just seemed like it was too much and not being able to fill in certain blanks so quickly kind of took me out of it at times i don't know I, I don't know but to binge watch it i actually literally feel like it's it's top three seasons um but if you don't know about this season you know shame on you shame because again top three seasons and specifically with this episode there's like a guy who's in the asylum and he's in more than just this one and it's small moments but essentially he dressed up like a santa claus and went on a massacre which is what got him into the asylum and side note, as I say that, I feel like that's like a genuine, general, like, um, Christmas horror theme. <laughs> like, dress up like Santa and kill motherfuckers. Like, I feel like that has had to happen 
for real in real life. There's too many stories about it. But anyway, um, Sister Jude, she treats him like shit. But then the possessed sister, Sister Mary Eunice, sets him free and gives him a Santa suit and all fucking hell breaks loose. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's a wild night at the fucking asylum. I'll say that <laughs> definitely worth the watch or 10 like I have. In second place, one of my all-time favorite horror fantasy TV shows, and I'm pretty sure it's, like, most horror fantasy, horror fantasy um, <laughs> TV show fans, um, like, lists or whatever, Supernatural. And the episode is A Very Supernatural Christmas. I've watched this damn show since the beginning, and it's just... It's just probably one of the best written shows ever. Like, the mythology goes so deep. And, like, they explore it so much. And yet, you enjoy every bit of it. Because they found so many ways to ground the topics that they brought up. And the ideas that they brought up. And the Christmas special was, you know, no exception. As per usual, you know, they create a world of mythology here. And with this, Mr. and Mrs. Claus are pagan gods who sacrifice humans every year. Simple version. And it's so believable, you know. And they use so many different, like, Christmas symbols in this. It's like weapons and um, they just have, like, you know, different backstories for some of them. And it's just, it's just fun. It's just very fun, you know. If you know Supernatural, then you know it balances it's fun and it's horror really really well so this is i think one of those episodes that really highlights that well and it's always cool to just see old people be villains so <laughs> like these are old ass fucking people just killing the shit out of people so it, it it works out check it out if you haven't um and then now in first place and this is a motherfucking classic like i know i would say classic a lot but i think I talk about a lot of classics. Hmm. Either way, <laughs> this is Tales from the Crypt, and it's the episode All Through the House. I legit just watched this one yesterday before bed, and yo, this shit is like so fucking 90s. If you've ever seen Tales from the Crypt, which you totally should if you're listening, and consider yourself a true horror aficionado, but you know the quality of this show is just so grungy and dark and it just almost looks like an old commercial or something but like it's so good and i love everything about tales from the crypt you know including the movies and you know obviously the fucking crypt keeper and specifically for the christmas episode i love this story you know yet again escape middle patient dresses up like santa claus and kills people Another side note, seriously, this has had to have happened before, and I think I'm going to look it up, but I also don't want to creep myself the fuck out, so maybe I won't, but I don't mind being creeped out, so maybe I will, I don't know, whatever, um, <laughs> but either way, um, shit gets real, you know, it's a very paranoia, paranoia-filled episode, and the killer Santa, like, you know, comes to the house, and the house that he comes to already has his own bullshit going on inside that just makes everything worse 
and it definitely keeps your interest like the entire episode down to the ending and the only thing i didn't like is in the ending she's just kind of left like screaming and it goes on for far too long like if that's how you're going to end an episode do one major scream and you know cut out and don't fucking drag it out like she like screams for like two minutes <laughs> and it's just like okay and and when you when you see the scene you'll understand why i'm like okay this is stupid like but you either do something or don't but like don't just fucking stand there for 45 minutes screaming but whatever <laughs> definitely check that one out and again this is one of those if you're a horror fan you definitely should have i won't specifically say this episode but you should at least have watched fucking tales from the crypt before and if not shame yeah that was my uh top five christmas theme episodes of horror shows i hope you enjoyed that one now this week again i wanted to do something new um a new segment that i want to introduce called pick your horror uh, where i pick different horror killers and different final girls and try to guess who i think would make it as the final final girl um in this i'm picking the killer first and in honor of christmas the options are between Krampus and Santa Claus from Santa's Sleigh. I'm gonna go with Santa Claus on this one. Um, again, Santa's Sleigh is fun as hell, and plus he's played by a fucking wrestler, you know, Goldberg. So it'd be cool to see him try to, like, do fucking wrestling moves on my final girl team. Like, um, so with that, now I have to pick through the final girls. Um. I came up with the idea to pick one from each of the following decades. So one from the 70s, one from the 80s, and one from the 90s. Starting with the 70s, um, we have Laurie Strode versus Ella Ripley. I'm definitely going with Ripley on this one. Get away from her, you bitch! You know, Laurie is clearly the OG, but 70s Laurie wasn't that much of a badass yet. Whereas, like, Ripley, you know, on the other hand, was fighting aliens in space. So, like, from the beginning. <laughs> so, she definitely um, wins in the fighting category on this one. And I'm definitely going to want a fighter to go against fucking Goldberg Santa Claus. So, um, next for 80s, we have Nancy Thompson versus Kirstie Cotton. This one is tough. Um, yeah, this is fucking tough because, I mean, when you think about it, they both basically fought demons. But I think, I think I'll go with Kirsty because she fought multiple demons. Wait! Wait! What if I make you a deal? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't just Pinhead, whereas, like, Nancy just fought Freddy Cougar. Um... I mean, I guess, you know, technically she fought sleep, too. But <laughs> either way, <clears throat> I'll say that um, Kirstie gets that one. So, and last, I'll dive into the 90s, um, Sydney Prescott versus Julie James. And I, I think this one is actually really easy. Not to talk shit about Julie, but she was a bit too emo for me. And I know what you did last summer. Like, she didn't get much fight in her until I still know what you did last summer. Whereas, Sydney was just a fighter from, you know, from jump. 
So clearly Sydney on the way. You forgot the first rule of remakes, Jill. Don't fuck with the original. So that gives me Santa Claus, specifically Goldberg, Santa's slaves, or Santa's sleigh version, <laughs> um, versus Ripley, Kirsty, and Sydney. I like that. Um, so now, like, I feel like off the bat, next round, unfortunately, Sydney is going to be the first one to go. Like, out of all three of the final girls, she's the only one that hasn't fought a supernatural threat. So she's, like, literally, or, like, quite literally, yeah, <laughs> out of her realm. Like, you know, Santa Claus slash Goldberg is going to definitely fucking drop her ass. So that leaves us with Ripley and Kirsty for the next round. And I think Ripley might get it next. And it might not necessarily be easy because I feel like she's really good at like evading when she can't fight. And I think that's what the issue will be here with this one. Like she won't have access to her futuristic weapons. You know, she probably won't last too long, especially. And it really does come down to the setting on that one. But yeah. I'm I'm picturing like now ish, <laughs> um, so that leaves us in the last round with Kirsty, and I actually think this makes sense. Like I don't think she would die. Kirsty's really smart. Like I feel like she would find a way to kill Santa, and then not only kill him but probably become him, <laughs> and that is a hit. Uh, or you know, a hit for the. Hellraiser comics, shout out, because if you know the stories, she definitely ends up becoming the Hell Priestess. Super dope um, storyline. Check that out if you're a horror fan and if you fuck with Hellraiser and haven't read the comics, because that I won't even give you the bell for, because not many people read. Well, no, fuck that, because if you're a horror fan, you should be reading horror comics, too. Hmm. I'll leave it alone. <laughs> but seriously, though, you know, aside from that, like, again, she's smart. And, and Kirstie's resourceful. You know, again, she barely understood the box and yet figured out that she could use it to send each demon back. You know, so she definitely, like I said, finds Santa's weakness, and I think she killed him. And that would leave us with Kirstie as the final, final girl killing Santa and outliving Ripley and Sydney. I think that would happen. Very valid. <laughs> so with that, that was the first Pick Your Horror with Santa Claus again being killed by the ultimate final girl, or at least today's ultimate final girl, Kirsty Cotton. Let me know um, if you would make that same, you know, conclusion, or if you actually think it would go differently, or if that wouldn't even be your team. Like, I think I picked my team really fucking well. Like, it makes sense. But hey. You never know, right? I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, as always, I definitely have fun, man. And follow the official IG for the pod, Man of Horror underscore podcast. And thank you guys so much for listening. Merry Christmas, everybody. Stay spooky, folks. Peace. <laughs>